Hey, Mark. Hey, Katie. Hey, you want to do a podcast? Yeah. Sweet. Okay. <laughs> Welcome to the Unforget Yourself Show, where we use the power of woo and the proof of science to help you identify your blind spots, get over your own bullshit, <gasps> so that you can do the fucking thing you actually want to do. Absolutely. I'm Mark. And I'm Katie. And we're the founders of Unforget Yourself and the creators of the Unforget Yourself system. Look, being a business owner is tough. Yeah. With vulnerability and with humor, mm-hmm. we'll be sharing with you the real stories behind the success of those brave and crazy enough to start their own business and to show you that you're not alone. You're not. Well, from the accidental entrepreneur to the laser-focused CEO, we have honest conversations about how they got to where they are today. We talk about the challenges that they faced and what they're currently dealing with in real time on their roller coaster journey. Along the way, we want to show you that it's, it's you. You are the most important asset in your business. Yeah, you are. So let's cut the bullshit and start the show. Enjoy. Okay. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the show. So today we have with us Miriam Galifant, a holistic therapist and founder of Restore Holistics Health and Spa Services, who empower clients in healing the body and the mind and creating customized plans to help shift habits, improve stress management and daily patterns mentally, emotionally, and physically. That's fantastic. Miriam, welcome to the show. Hi, thanks for having me. Oh, you're so, so welcome. Can you expand a bit more on, you know, where are you right now with your business and who is it that you love to work with? Right now, I offer in-person services as well as virtual services to really just come alongside my clients and patients to work in specifically the areas of their life that they are finding challenges and struggles, whether that's mentally, physically, emotionally, which usually they're interconnected. So usually we start to unravel one area and we find that that thread um, is connected to other areas going on. And then once I, you know, kind of have an understanding of of where those challenges are, I start to put together a plan where step by step, one thing at a time, they can build different habits, shifting yeah. mentally, mindset, um, emotionally, um, adapting with different one to two minute routines for things like stress relief and deep breathing, um, nutrition and gut health that's going to support you know, the neurochemicals that we need to regulate mood and sleep better and keep balanced hormones and all those things and reduce inflammation in the brain and the body, all of those kinds Mm. of things. And then building those routines and habits little by little to where they have a really phenomenal health and wellness routine for them mentally, physically, emotionally, that they feel amazing. They have energy, better sleep, more joy, better stress management, and they feel more balanced overall. So uh, generally, I work with uh, women in their, you know, middle ages, a lot of them are moms, a lot of them are busy, have busy lives and work in some capacity or, or maybe work from home. And they're just juggling a lot. They're tired. They're probably a little sleep deprived, probably feel like they don't really have time or maybe the budget to have healthy meals or, or prepare healthy things. Um, they feel overwhelmed with not knowing where to start with their stress mm-hmm. management and their health. And they feel just like low energy. It's hard to focus, the brain fog, all that kind of stuff. And they just don't know where to begin or they feel like they don't have the time to start working on those things. So I work with a lot of people like that. I also have a big chunk of clients that are kind of in the retired age range that are starting to just have things where they need to address their health because there's wear and tear on the body, on the brain, on the joints, on all of the things. And they just need that extra level of support. 
Mm, love that. One thing that you mentioned there was, you know, when they come in and they think that this is the problem, it's like, hold on, let's look at the whole picture. Let's see what, what truly is going on there. So what do you find that, you know, time and time again, your clients come to you with, oh, here's the problem. You're like, it turns out, no, there is more to it, but, but they're adamant. What What is that thing that is maybe the, the initial focal point that you kind of peel away at the layers? It's a lot of, you know, asking questions. Okay, when did this start? Because for some people, these health issues began 10 years ago when they lost their mother and there was an emotional trauma and a lot of stress. And then there was these other things and domino effect. And then they started eating ice cream every night. And then they started this other habit. And then they stopped exercising. And then they couldn't sleep. And then there was this hmm. sort of accumulation of things that have happened over many years. So I like to ask a lot of questions about what has been happening the last five to 10 years, maybe even longer. What are these contributing factors that have caused these habits to be happening? What are the reasons why we're having all this inflammation and the fatigue? And why are we not sleeping? Is it is it stress? Is it, you know, something else going on? What are we eating before we go to bed? Um, and I've had like physiologically, I've had clients come in and be like, I've had this numbness and tingling in my arm for like three months and no one can figure out what it is. And I went to the doctor and blah, blah, blah. Okay, mm-hmm. what are you, what are your daily routines? What do you do every single day? Tell me everything that you do from what you eat to where you go to what you pick up and what you carry, what you do at work, what you do with your kids. Tell me everything you do. Guess what? We're carrying the car seat like this <laughs> every day for hours and we're pinching the nerves. So guess what? We get to shift the routine a little bit and work on some ways to do things a little differently so that our body can function better. There's lots of different ways that I sort of unravel. Yeah, nice. So what was it about this line of work that you're like, hell yes, this this is what I want to be doing. What what was it that made you take the steps to be to run your own business, to do it on your own? Um, if you would have asked me about seven years ago if I was gonna have my own business, I would have said, absolutely no way. Ha ha, that's hilarious. <laughs> I don't have the time or energy for that or whatever. I was, you know, it was a busy mom. Mm. Uh, I started working in healthcare. I actually have about 12 years of experience working in healthcare as an orthopedic therapist. Uh, and I do like sensory, I did sensory motor therapy with ADHD and autism, all those things. I thought I was just going to be a regular healthcare, you know, professional for a long time. But over the years, I began to see so many patients and clients that there were missing links. There were missing puzzle pieces to them actually fully healing, fully recovering, and going home with tools in their tool belt to actually maintain energy and vitality and well-being and reduce the risk of further issues down the line. And there's those things were just not being addressed lack of sleep, emotional things that are disrupting and stress that are disrupting the body's ability to really heal, nutrition and gut health and blood sugar through the roof and blood pressure through the roof. And yeah, I eat healthy. I eat a salad once a week. I'm healthy. I'm good. Yeah. Or, you know, I take a probiotic, but I do go to McDonald's every day, but it's fine. It's good. You know, like these, these little missing pieces, um, the difficulty sleeping, the 
just inflammation in the body from lots of different uh, things. And they just weren't being addressed in a traditional healthcare setting, partially because insurance doesn't pay for some of those things, uh, partially because there just isn't time. We know, you know, healthcare workers, there's not enough time to do anything. And they're usually trying to do 20 things at the same time. So <laughs> there just wasn't the ability to do that. So I just developed this passion to be able to come alongside my patients and clients in that way and provide a, a different type of care that um, gets in between all those other things and addresses those missing pieces that often uh, get forgotten. Mm. So were you the accidental entrepreneur that's like, I didn't really mean for this to happen, but kind of it felt inevitable or something happened or it was just it kind of maybe woke up one day and realized, oh shit, I've yeah, I kind of did this. Yeah, I'm I'm on my way. Wow. What was that transition like for you as you stepped into boss lady, business owner? This is mine. I am it's it I, I'm in control of this. What was that like? Ah, uh, good. I think it was a very gradual transition. Uh, so the first step that I kind of took was I went to what's called per diem or PRN in healthcare to where I wasn't working full time. And of course, I, I as a mom, I wanted to also have more time with my kids and everything. And then I thought, okay, I'm just going to slowly build my clientele. So I started just connecting with friends and family and um, asking for referrals and just slowly building very gradually, I literally started seeing clients out of my dining room in our first house. Um, <laughs> and then eventually was able to expand where I have uh, a separate space and everything. Um, but it was it was a very bizarre journey where there's a lot of trial by error, a lot of like, I don't know what I'm doing. This is not working. This is not working. And it like, you know, everyone well, starts with one client. Let's focus on one of those. One of those moments. Let's focus on yeah. one of those. What What was a time when you were like, you know what? I, I'm not cut out for this. I don't want to do this. I can't do this. What What was going on? And what were you feeling at that time? I think, gosh, I'm trying to think back. There's so many of those moments. Um, I think there was there was a fate a, a time a season where I only had like one client. And I was like, am I ever going to build anymore, you know? And and I think one huge thing that I had to push through and work through was like people who say that they're going to do something and then they don't. Mm. And that's just human nature, really, because people say a lot of things and they want to do a lot of things, but life happens and they're tired and whatever. And then they break their toe or what, you know, like whatever. <laughs> You know, so I had to work through, I knew that it wasn't like a personal thing, obviously, mm. but just having people like say that they were going to commit and like set up an appointment or whatever consultation or, you know, and then not value what I was offering. I had to really work through all of that. And eventually I was like, I just, I don't know what it was, but eventually I just decided, you know what? I know that I'm supposed to do this no matter what. So I'm just going to keep looking for new people. And if, if people don't, if these, you know, other people are not valuing what I have to offer, I'm just going to keep looking and I'm just mm -hmm. going to keep asking people to refer me friends or family or whoever until eventually um, I'm going to, I'm going to get there one way or another. 
And so um, that's what I did. And eventually, one of the best things I ever discovered that kind of came out of one of those very difficult moments was actually developing a referral program for my clientele that if, you know, when they shared a, I would set, I would create an exclusive code that they could share, like sort of like an affiliate code, um, with their friends and family. And when they referred me someone and someone would book from their referral, because of course they would use their code so I could track that, then, um, they would also get a, a thank you discount on their services mm-hmm. as well. So it was kind of like a win, win, win. And that, um, I feel like that broke through a wall that I had been fighting for a long time. <laughs> and then yeah. start, I started seeing more momentum and growth um, from that point. And then, you know, yeah. Nice. Because um, you mentioned before about the whole, you're juggling a lot and your clients are juggling a lot and that sort of time and that budget restriction that they're not quite sure. You mentioned it in terms of what they were feeling. They haven't got the time to do all this stuff. They haven't got the budget to to eat healthily or change their diets there's so many barriers mm-hmm. and restrictions that, that we kind of place on that and we bring that into the business perspective the barriers that we place i mean the, not taking things personally oh my gosh that is that is a superpower or it feels like it in the start maybe it's something that we don't actually get over there's an awful lot as being a business owner with nose and rejections and being ignored and all this kind of stuff when in reality we we're focused on what we're trying to do and everyone else is focused on, on their challenges so as as you've kind of grown and we were chatting way offline before you came on about your, your transition it's like you go more into the the online world to have a bigger impact far yeah. and wider which is fantastic i guess it brings its, its own challenges with rejection and trying to work out and learn how to how to connect on a different media in a different way. So what's what's that change been like for you as a business owner as as you've maybe overcome it before and then make a shift and a change like, oh shit, it's it's happening again. This is new. This is different. What's what's that like? Yeah, I think transition is always challenging. And you know, I used to laugh when people would say like mindset is everything or mindset changes, you know, I'll, what I'd be like, okay, what, okay. How did, how, how does that fix anything? And I, so I had my own journey of learning that it's, you know, there's more than one way of thinking about something, right. You know, and as you begin to train your mind to see beyond what you think there is, As you begin to train your mind to think, okay, there's this problem. There's this giant mountain in front of me that I don't know how I'm going to get through. But as soon as you train your mind to stop looking at this is this path in front of me that looks really hard. And you start training your mind to expand and go, okay, maybe I could make a path over there. Maybe I could move this rock you know what, maybe I could find some people and we can dig a tunnel through the mountain, you know, like maybe, maybe I could go around it. There might, you know, so you start training your mind and learning how to really look at things from different perspectives and, and think about the bigger picture and not panic when you're like, ah, mm. 
there's this little tiny narrow path with an avalanche coming down it. I don't think I'm going to make it right. Because that's yeah. how you feel when there's these challenges and, and these difficult things facing you. And you're like, I feel like I'm going to be smashed by this. You know, <laughs> you, you have, we, we must, and we get to learn to step back and think about it in a different way. And as yeah, soon as I'm- you begin doing that, it's like the light bulbs start going off. They do. And it's also been able to step back and realize, hold on, am I trying to solve the real problem here? I mean, what am I actually trying to do? What's the big picture? Do I need to go through all around this mountain? Is it even needed? Is it a problem that came about? And so it's that sort of trajectory that we find that things kind of change. And as as you change your, your business format, still doing you know, in person, but also doing online, it's mm-hmm. they have different challenges, different ways of, of focusing. and be able to see what's what's the right thing for you because oh my gosh there is so much to do in the online space everything works there's so much variety but the hell do you do what do you like doing so where have you found yeah where have you found what's the what's the best thing that you did so far in this transition that actually moved the needle for you or helped you to get that perception of, of where you are and where you're going I think, you know, in the transition from, obviously, I started building my business with in-person clientele. I didn't really know how to do much more than that. I had always thought about doing online and I had tried like, you know, sharing some things on social media and doing some YouTube and and it never really went anywhere. And I was like, I I don't think that works, (laughs) you know, (laughs) not that it doesn't, but at the time, that's how it seemed to me. And I was like, I'm just going to focus on people. Okay. Cause that's what I know how to do. And I know how to help people. So that's what I did. And then of course the pandemic happened, everything went online and I started thinking, you know what, maybe I can start building. So I started stepping back from the mountain of the online world and thinking and brainstorming and, and getting a little bit creative. Um, and I, for me, what sort of pushed through and created more momentum was deciding to collaborate. So Mm -hmm. I started, um, finding other people that are experts in similar fields to mine and started doing different types of like interviews or, um, just, social media lives where we just have discussions or YouTube videos. And then I did end up starting a podcast as well um, to be able to have those opportunities for conversations, to learn, to connect, and you can help each other grow your audiences, obviously, you know, because you're going to share that with each other's audiences. Um, I found collaboration to be a really key component in growth in learning, mm. in inspiration. I love hearing people's stories. So obviously you always learn from that, right? Um, and it just opens so many more doors with, especially with the online space now. Um, and even to where I was able to connect with health coach on the opposite coast of, of my country here and be able to do an, an in-person health and wellness event, a healing um, retreat event um, this recent summer because I had met her through online and through collaborating online. Yes. Um, and that would never would happen if I hadn't tried to or if I hadn't decided to start collaborating and trying different ways of doing online services. I like that. Again, is that that personal connection. So it sounds like what you had with your original clients 
building a relationship, building a one-on-one, then you build it through referrals. Okay, how can we spread that message? How can other people work for you and want to be your your ambassadors? Now you're in the realm of, okay, who else can I work alongside? Who could help me? Who, who can join on my mission? Who's on the same mission? There's something quite beautiful in building these relationships as we move forward. So who have you... Who are you becoming now? Because as you step into this role, obviously it's expanding so much. The reach that you have, the the role that you're playing with these partnerships, and your your new audience is completely different. So as as a business owner, who is a person that maybe your maybe as your business transitions, maybe you're in transition. So you're kind of in between. You know who you want to be. You know that person, but you're not quite there yet. What's that like to continue to grow and evolve and, 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 and change yourself. Yeah. It's such an interesting journey and everyone's journey is so different for sure. I think I've learned so much, (laughs) so much. I used to get so upset at my husband when he would tell me to, to just calm down and just, uh, what did he say? Like think happy thoughts and your anxiety will go away. And I was like, are you kidding me right now? That is ridiculous. You know. <laughs> but now I've learned so much more through experience and collaboration and hearing people's stories and all these things that now I have learned that as you begin to change your habits mentally and emotionally, your behaviors start shifting. You start mm-hmm. recognizing when you're going to have a panic attack or an anxiety attack or whatever, you know, fill in the blank of whatever it is. And you start realizing that you have the ability to shift that over time as you switch your pattern, right? You had this pattern, this ingrained path of whatever, mm-hmm. right? And you can start shifting that with your mind and your emotions and saying, no, I'm going to choose, I'm going to choose to shift. I'm going to choose to go in this direction of gratitude and more peace. I'm going to focus on this. This is the direction I want to go. This is who I want to become. This is who I want to be. Yeah, I still am upset about X, Y, Z, but I'm going to intentionally shift and you can do that. And it gets easier and easier as you build that habit mentally and Mm -hmm. emotionally. You can shift that. Um, not that life is perfect and nothing ever goes wrong, but you can learn to shift it. And that's what I learned to do. And now I'm a completely different person than I was like seven, eight years ago. I mean, I, not that I don't recognize myself, but I am just shocked when I think back to, to how differently I thought, how Mm. differently I would make choices and, you know, whatever behavior is, all of the things, uh, you know, absolutely still imperfect and human, you know, but um, so much has changed. And now I am transitioning to not just an entrepreneur, but um, someone who I, I just think on so much bigger of a scale with everything. Like I, I think a lot bigger and mm-hmm. to the extent where um, I, I'm not just doing my business and doing these tasks. I love serving my clients. I am so passionate about, about what I do and I enjoy it wholeheartedly. But I also know that on the horizon is going to be things like opening a larger collaborative health spa space where I get to bring in partnerships with other experts in different health and wellness areas mm-hmm. and have and have a collaborative space where I get to maybe open a fun like coffee, uh, you know, 
library lounge that's a part of that space and where I get to bring in people that are able to um, facilitate those kinds of things to have that as and I get to hire you know virtual assistants who are going to facilitate some of the online workshops and services and things like that um and so there's there, you just so much more it feels more free really like mm-hmm. i think i feel like before i was sort of stuck in a box of only what i saw and only what i experienced in that moment in that day so to speak yeah. to the extent where and i think the average person often struggles with this where like most people wake up that day and they don't even really know or remember all the things that they have planned for that day or that week. They sort of wake up like, what am I doing today? Oh, this all, you know, like now I know months in advance what is going to be going on. Yeah. Not like down to the second, there's going to be unexpected things, but just down to the habits, mentally, physically, emotionally, and the thinking and the mindset completely different. Mm. And with that, what what was it that allows you to gain that space to look at that bigger vision to look at the things that you you want to be maybe they they seem big and out of reach right now but they're still there you don't know the how the mountains in the way cool but you know that this, this is the biggest vision this is where you're going what gave you the space and the time to to see that and start to step away from maybe the, the day-to-day you know it's a good question. I don't know where that started, but I, I mean, it really started as just a, an idea, a vision, yeah. um, a picture. Um, and I think part of it was just taking the time to learn from other people that are mm. entrepreneurs. And I I, th- I think for probably the first few years that I started my business, I was reading people's books, listening to people's books and podcasts that are entrepreneurs. I was finding their entrepreneur groups online, listening to their videos of how they do their all different kinds of businesses. Everybody from every, just like real estate to, you know, whatever, other in-person businesses, online businesses, online coaching. I listened to all of all different types of entrepreneur, yeah. entrepreneurs because I wanted to know what are the things that make the biggest impact? What are the, like, I don't want to spin my wheels and waste all this time doing tons of things that don't make a difference, you know? Yeah. Okay. So now with where you are today, what do you want to know? What are you searching for now? Hmm. I think, you know, I'm, I'm really learning how to find the right people to work with as a team. I just started building a team um, to hire assistants and, and delegate learning to let go, (laughs) which I think is a whole thing. Right. Um, And learning, learning to find the right people, ask the right questions Mm -hmm. and train them in the right way. And still like, I don't want, I don't like being like a micromanager, but like training to the extent where, they have they have a similar passion already they have an aligned mindset so the training doesn't isn't what's the word i'm looking for the training is just some technical training and i don't have to train 
them how to understand the passion and the vision behind what mm. my business does. They, they come on board with the mission, the vision, exactly where we're going, the personality, the dedication, the motivation. That's all personality, skills, the processes. They should be the SOPs written down that anyone can do them. That's just the stuff they get to do. It's the the approach, the energy right. they bring into it. So that's mm -hmm. where you think is the. That's the challenge at the moment is, <laughs> I guess, finding those people sort of. <laughs> yeah. Finding, distilling, yeah. bringing out, encouraging crumbs. There is so much in, in that, yeah. Yeah. that place. I mean, some and... people can be cultivated to do that but I don't always have the time to do that, you know? So um, I guess I am, I'm looking to find the right people and um, learning how to ask the right questions. Yeah. And I I've been growing in the area of attracting the right people, I guess you could say as well. Yeah. Beautiful. Well, it sounds fantastic. Look, I, I love your vision. I love where it's going. And yeah, thank you so much for sharing your journey, how you help people and, behind the scenes what it's like for you right now it's always so fascinating yes well thank you i appreciate you having me and it's always fun to do discussions like this oh you're so so welcome and look if people want to find out more about you and the work that you do where can they find you my website is restoreholistics.com, all lowercase, very simple and easy. Uh, you can also find me on social media, simply underscore holistic 777 with Instagram. And yeah, I would love to connect and uh, see what other collaborations and things we can do. Fantastic. Well, Miriam, thank you so much for being here and sharing. It's been an awful lot of fun. Thank you. You're welcome. Hey, Katie. Yeah, Mark? Want to do an outro? I sure do. Sweet. Hey, thank you so, so much for listening and making it to the end. Yay, you. So what happens next? Uh, we ask them the things that podcasters are supposed to ask at the end of an episode. Can you please rate, review, download? Subscribe. Mm. Yeah. But why is it important? Because that's how our podcast gets noticed. That's how people find us. It is, and we want all their earballs. <laughs> all the earballs all over the place. We do. Nice. Yeah, so please do all those things. We'll be ever so grateful. And then more people hear your beautiful voice. Or yours. Oh, yeah. <laughs> See you next time. Bye.